ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And today I'm excited. I'm beyond elated to bring you this episode, man. If you tapped in with us with the last episode, that was episode 97. We we, we approaching on 100. We two episodes away, dog. It's right there. I could feel it. But if you tapped into that last episode, I spoke about how I tore my Achilles. I ended up in the hospital. There was so much going on in my life. Uh, there still is so much going on in my life, but I'm happy to be here. I'm blessed to be here because, boy, they could have took me out. But <laughs> God, you feel me? So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back, listen to it. It's a banger. Someone who heard it was like, oh, Jordan, you're a great storyteller. And I was like, thanks. Appreciate it. You know, compliments. We love to hear. We love the affirmation. But um, yeah, tap into that episode if you haven't already. And um, other things going on, just quick housekeeping stuff before we really get into the episode. Like I got another speaking engagement coming up in December with an organization out in Shelton. I spoke with this organization earlier in the year uh, in March, I want to say. And they love me so much. They said, hey, we got some more people coming in that we would love to do this training with. Are you available? And I said, well, good golly gee, I am, <laughs> you know, and I, but I was like, listen, now, the, you know, price before we got to up that price a little bit. So I sent them the invoice and they didn't reply back with a yes or no. They replied back with the, yeah, you want us to mail your check or you want to pick it up the day of? I said, well. Go ahead and mail that thing, man. So that's that's the kind of answers we love, man. <laughs> and I know yes or no is just a how do you want your money? <laughs> Boy, I was excited because I yeah, need that Christmas coming up, Thanksgiving around the corner, man. This is yeah, yeah. So um that's exciting. And you know, the the beautiful thing about that is this is year two of me being a podcaster and professional speaker full time. And in year one. I only had three speaking engagements. I left my job and everything behind and said, yeah, I'm going to do this full time. And in 12 months, I spoke in three places. And I was, you know, then the questions start creeping in like, what you doing? You know, but and only one of them paid me. I wasn't even paid by all three. Only one paid me. And in those moments, a lot of people give up. But I couldn't, you know, I was like, God, you called me to this. So you got to help me sustain it. And yes, he did. You know, and now year two of speaking. And we're going to get into that in probably an episode 100, like a lot, the, the the fine details of it all. But year two speaking, I've had somewhere to go speak, tr- do a training or whatever, get interviewed on a podcast, whatever it may be, um, pretty much every month, you know, and the, the numbers have gone up. The prices have gone up. People looking for me instead of me looking for them. People noticing my website, word of mouth picking up and the growth is there. You know, you look at year one to year two, the growth is absolutely there. And it's like it's getting to the point where every new engagement is now my highest paid engagement. And I love that, man. So I know as we continue to fine tune this thing, as we continue to like stay consistent, gain that exposure, stay humble and, and do what needs to be done. Oh, it's going to go through the moon, man. <laughs> and I have something coming up already. Like I already got something for next year, like in February um, that I've been working on. I've already been having meetings about it. I just can't let y'all know what it is yet. But boy, when I let y'all know what it is, we all going to cry together, man, because it's major. <laughs> um, but I'm excited, man. And, and for anyone out there who's trying to do something spectacular or do anything in life, whatever your goal is, man. 
Don't give up in the beginning because the beginning is always rough. See it through to the end. Stick with it until you see the results. Don't give up on it. And um, just don't quit, man. If that's what you've been called to do, if that's what you've been purposed to do, if that's what God put on your heart to do, stick with that, man. And don't give up on it because challenges are inevitable. You can't avoid challenges. So you either push through, stick it out, make a way. Or you give up and you're going to find yourself giving up a lot and you don't want to be in that space. My mom calling me. Don't call me while I'm recording. Uh, she at work right now. You can call me while you're at work. My bad, y'all. <laughs> Had to turn that vibrate off. But yeah, what was I saying? Stick with it. Stick with it, y'all. Don't give up. Don't give in. Never quit. Never back down. All that fun stuff. But getting into what we really talking about right now. Um I have those moments where I go in my notes in my phone. It's like Drake with the Blackberry with the side scroll. Some of y'all are too young to understand that version of Drake. But I go in my phone and I look at my notes. And sometimes I'm surprised even myself by some of the things I've written. And this one really got me. So I'm going to read it for y'all. Ultimately, you have to take your thoughts and get them out of your head and into the world. Not every thought is yours, but every second thought is when it's out in the world. We can challenge that thought, navigate that thought, build on that thought. When left unexpressed, it changes our desires. We're sponges. And after so much soaking up, we need to be rinsed out. We rinse our minds through this expression. Changing your life and your mind starts with what you express and speak. And, you know, y'all take a minute to meditate on that. I don't know if it hit y'all the way it hit me, but I read that today and it was it was I was like, I wrote that. When did I write that? Oh, wow. Go ahead, Jordan. Good job, Jordan. <laughs> and uh, I was like, man, um, and there's a lot to unpack there with that. But just starting it off. What you think is everything, you know, so a man thinketh, you know. Y'all know the rest like your 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 thoughts shape your reality, whether you look at it from a spiritual standpoint, a, a psychological standpoint, social work standpoint, whatever view angle you want to look at it from your thoughts begin to shape your reality and what you think of yourself, what you think of the people in your life, what you think of your situation is a guide to how that situation continues to be. It may not be your fault. It may not be because of you that something starts off a certain way, but it is because of you that it it, it stays that way. And that kind of goes into the part with the not every first thought is yours, but the second one is because we have moments where things just pop into our head that we didn't choose to think about. It just pops up. You know, you ever be uh just chilling and all of a sudden something pops in your head and it ruins your day and you wasn't trying to think about that it just popped up you know you might be watching a movie and a movie reminds you of something that really bothered you you know and now you tight all over again you might see a post on instagram that reminds you of that someone and now you angry all over again you know and or little things like that something that make you anxious something that make you start thinking about your bills or whatever it may be and you didn't choose to think that thought something brought that out of you Something put that in your mind, something brought that response into your brain. But once that's where your mind is, the second thought is your choice is your choice to either meditate and, and ruminate on this now thought that you have this and the emotions that come with it or 
to think about something else or challenge that thought or, or navigate that thought or work through that thought. And part of working through that thought is getting it out of your head. Because when we, I don't know about y'all, but I know for me, sometimes you can go down that rabbit hole of thinking too much. Something will pop in your head that you didn't plan on popping in your head. And now you start to create these scenarios in your mind and I'm a vivid thinker. So now I get images in my mind. I start like it, it. And it's almost as though it really happened. And a lot of times it's hard for your brain to separate what really happened from what didn't happen. When you start to visualize it and sit there with it that long. And the the physical response is very real, even if the thoughts never truly existed in a physical space, you know, and that's why it's important that we have to take these thoughts captive. You know, it's very easy to get into a, a, a depressed state where we're just wallowing in something. We're sitting in something. It's hard to get out of bed. I don't even want to eat right now. I don't even want to look at nobody. I got my sad playlist on. But it's one thing to get into that space. It's another thing to stay in that space. And by challenging these thoughts through expression, it helps us to get through that. And what that expression looks like. For me, it looks like being on this podcast sometimes and talking to y'all. It looks like talking to a friend. It looks like instead of thinking these thoughts, saying them out loud. And I challenge everybody to try that one time. The next time you're sitting there and you find yourself just hyper focused on your thoughts and you're not even talking anymore. You're just sitting in that room by yourself, just thinking or you're driving to work, just thinking everything that you're thinking about. Say it out loud and you'll find yourself worrying about it less because you can think a lot faster than you speak. And when you, you know, when you go through that process of talking, it slows your brain down. And it's the same thing with writing. I encourage people to get into journaling, too. Um, that's one thing that has helped me tremendously is writing things. I love writing things. Even in this digital space, I have a million notebooks. And they're all full and I need to go buy some more notebooks. But I have notebooks even from when I was in grad school that are full and I've never gotten written rid of. Like I write everything down and I don't throw it away. Um, but writing things down because you and that's even slower. So speaking is slower than thinking, but writing is even slower than speaking. You can't write as fast as you speak and you can't write nearly as fast as you're thinking. So the next time your mind is racing and going a million miles a minute, take out a pen and some paper and write down everything that you're thinking. And I promise you, you're going to notice that you calm down a little bit, that you start thinking about solutions instead of ruminating on the problem that you start to think about how. This isn't necessarily as bad as I thought it was because now I have it on a pen and paper and I visualized it and I can see it rather than it living in my head. And now I'm thinking of all these scenarios that may never happen. You know, you're no longer thinking of the, well, what if this happens and what if they don't like me and what if that goes wrong? And well, what if I get hurt again? And what about this? You won't be doing that because you've slowed down, you've taken inventory, you're able to challenge these thoughts. You can sit there and look at it on a paper now and be like, man, I was thinking some nonsense. Why was I even thinking like that? Why is that even what I want to do? You know, so taking that time to navigate those thoughts and, and just slow down is crucial. It's important. And if you find yourself being someone who deals with being anxious a lot, someone who lives with that fear <laughs> that won't allow you to do anything and you just live in your head so much, 
you have to get out of your head and into the real world. You know, I, I, I tell a lot of people, you know, especially with anxiousness, like you need to be and people who love to live in the future and think so much and like, oh, well, what about this? And what happens with that? And I got to figure this out, like. Be in the moment, be present. And what helps with that is be where your body is, because when we live in our heads, our minds can take us anywhere. But if we are where we physically are, it's easier to be present, like allow your mind to be where you physically are. Worry about the things in front of you and not the things beyond you, because if it's beyond you, (laughs) you don't need to be dealing with it. So that's part one step one whatever it may be we're just flowing with this thing here man um but let me get back to this right so sponges right where it says we're sponges and after so much soaking up we need to be rinsed out that lends itself to this research that uh I, we get in articles on this podcast but um the website it was on healthline.com the research was done by nature's communications it was done in 2020 and it was about how many thoughts we have in a day there's a lot of research on this topic a lot of people give different numbers i chose this number because it was on the lower end but it was still kind of high um so this was the article i went with you can do your own research and tap into the different articles i'll probably link it in this episode but according to this research We this was done with young adults and it says that we have six point five thoughts per minute. And over the course of one day, you will have over six thousand thoughts in a day, given that you're getting eight hours of sleep every day. Now, if you're sleeping less than eight hours, you can go ahead and raise that number from six thousand. It's it's more than six thousand thoughts a day. And. When you sit there and think about just the the mental gymnastics you're doing, having six thousand thoughts a day, thoughts that you don't even know are happening half the time, but still have an impact on you. That is a lot. If you do six thousand of anything in your life, that's a lot. If I told you right now to go do six thousand jumping jacks, that's a lot of work. (laughs) Twenty might be easy. Fifty, a hundred. Easy. 6,000 and I need it done. You're going to be tired. It's, you know, if I tell you to go up and down the stairs 6,000 times, if I tell you to go, I don't know, do 6,000 laps, 6,000, 6,000 curls, 6,000 sit up, 6,000 of anything is a lot, right? 6,000 pages. <laughs> Give me 6,000 lines. Count to 6,000. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a ton of work. 6,000 of anything is taxing. So when you have 6,000 thoughts, It's equally as taxing, whether we think of that or not. So when you don't have control of your thoughts and you allow your mind to run wild, I can only imagine that that number increases. This is just natural flow of a day. This isn't even taken into account, uh, you know, mental health status. You know, this is just your quote unquote average person, 6000 thoughts a day. So I can only imagine what that's like, you know, in, in, in the fatigue that comes with that the mental fatigue that ultimately leads to a physical fatigue and this is why our minds you know us as people we need to be rinsed out because we're, we're these sponges and our mind soaks up all this our, our body soaks up all this we, we we take in so much and eventually you have to release that 
if you don't get into expression in some sort of way, whether you have creative expression and you create through your art, you express yourself to a therapist, you, 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 you do something, anything, <laughs> something, you know, it's going to overflow. You know, if you have a sponge, like let's walk with this image here. If you have a sponge and put it in your sink, a dry sponge, fresh out the pack, you know, it'd be all crusty and a little dry. You fill it up with water, it starts to expand. It starts to look good. It's like, oh, yeah, I could bust out some dishes with this. And then over time, it's not soaking anything up anymore. And the water is just running off of it. It doesn't have the capacity to hold on to anything more. So now anything extra creates overflow. Anything extra creates this emotional excess that we don't have the capacity to continue to hold. And that's what it's like in our life. If we don't take captive these thoughts, challenge these thoughts and get them out of our head, we don't have space for anything new to come in, whether it be positive or negative. We have no room for anything new. And if it comes in and it is negative, it just adds on to what we already have. And now we feel like this tower is tumbling over and there's no room for positivity because we're so stuck in what's weighing us down that needs to be rinsed out of us you know if you've ever been in a space where uh you know you life just feels like it's lifing and everything feels negative it's like man this ain't gonna get done that ain't gonna happen i just don't care no more i'm tired of this it is what it is man f that i don't want to do this no more you don't even have room for happiness someone will come over to you and be like yeah you know it's gonna be okay and in your heart you're like no it's not whatever you just saying it like you don't even have room for positivity you don't want to smile <laughs> you don't want to even do anything and i've been there man and i know y'all have been there and it's because we don't have the room and we have to make space we have to take inventory and move things out that no longer need to be there and a lot of that starts with how we think how we navigate our emotions and the power of that second thought because if i'm gonna do six thousand of anything in a day i'm gonna make sure i'm doing it correctly and if I'm going to have 6,000 thoughts minimum in a day, I'm going to make sure those thoughts are as positive as can be. So I hope that this landed with y'all a little bit. This is something I definitely want to talk on more. And I might, I might touch on this in a future episode because your thoughts have power. They shape your reality. You become what you think of yourself. That's why affirmations are so important. You know, you sit in that mirror and you tell yourself I'm beautiful. Eventually you're going to believe it, you know, <laughs> and we really got to make sure that we take these thoughts captive and that these thoughts don't capture us, you know, because if we live in our head, we'll never be able to impact our physical. We'll never be able to change our physical. So I hope that this lands with y'all. Take those thoughts captive, get them out of your head and into the real world. Please start journaling, start writing, talk to somebody, friend, therapist, me, whoever it may be. And until next time, this is Daily Dimensions. I love y'all. Let's keep making a difference. Peace.